Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. And welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today in the studio, we have four of the Fab Five here to bring another amazing show. Meet the ladies, Claudette, whose mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Sarah's mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide, move from pain and suffering to peace, presence, and purpose. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. Recognize that every interaction you have is an opportunity to make positive impact on others. Chef Hyken, just be yourself. Let people see the real, imperfect, flawed, quirky, weird, beautiful, and magical person that you are, Mandy Hale. An anonymous person wrote, you will never influence the world by trying to be like it. And I've got one more for you. You have been assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. You know, we all have experiences and a sphere of influence. What you're doing with both is the topic of today's episode on tapping your inner influencer. When I say influencer, does your mind go directly to Instagram or TikTok or some young person or celebrity trying to sell you something. While those are influencers, you, my friend, are an influencer too. Are you being intentional with the gift you've been given to have impact on the lives of people you meet? Or are you squandering your opportunities to help others be the best they can be? You don't have to be on TikTok or IG or be a coach or sell a course to influence people. You simply have to be yourself. You have to be willing to get out of your own way and share what you've learned on your journey that others can benefit from. Influencers, as we're talking about today, is simply being a teacher, leader, motivator, or an inspirer. Your story has the potential to help others, but only if you choose to share it. So what does it take to share your story? And how did each of us realize it was time we started sharing our stories and influencing our individual corners of the world? Who wants to step in and share their story? 
I think that this was something that was hard for me to wrap my head around, to be real honest. And I think it was an evolution of me understanding that being my authentic self added a contribution. I really, really did not understand that for a very long time. And I actually avoided, I didn't avoid having fun or being showy or public. I didn't avoid public. So I don't want to miss inform you on what I mean by this, but I actually intentionally avoided being popular, being seen, being famous was not on my radar. Uh, In fact, it was something I would even tell people like, why would you want to be famous? It just seems so intense. The paparazzi's everywhere. You don't have any privacy. I really had this entire story around what I thought influencing was or influencers were, didn't have the best experience from a religious experience as far as leadership in that arena. So I felt a little let down in those areas of some people that I did look up to. And along my journey, I started to hear others add that you can add value by just smiling at someone in the grocery store, looking up and actually engaging with someone eye to eye. So for me, it started there. It started by lifting my head and looking at people and smiling and letting out a little bit of my love and sharing that. That was the basic ways that I felt like I could start that journey. And then as I've grown, and I would say late into my late 30s, into my 40s, I don't know if it's something about the age where you're kind of coming into your self-confidence as a woman and you're coming into yourself, but in that over the last 10 years, it's kind of been something I've thought about more and I've paid more attention to and been more conscientious about what I'm doing. A fun little story is we don't always know who we're affecting or when we're affecting them. And this is certainly in no way meaning that I've influenced her, but I have to be aware, as I share this story, it'll make more sense. I have to be aware that I am making an impact. We have really dear friends who I sold a house for, and we have a follow-up campaign that goes with after, you know, we've sold a house to someone there in a program where they get gifts and mail and newsletters and other things that I do on a regular basis to stay in touch with people. And they happened to go over to dinner. They, this couple has twin seven-year-olds. And I went to dinner and she comes running down the stairs. Miss Sarah, Miss Sarah, you're famous. Look at you. you. I found you in the mail today. Would you sign it? And I thought, oh my goodness. <laughs> of all things, you know, I, but I was able to realize and say, look, of course I'm not famous for that. But in her eyes, I am making an impact and I have to be very careful and vigilant about what she sees from me now. And really, I I take that with a lot of care and a lot of pride in that I'm trying to make sure that if I am influencing her or if she is watching me, that I'm giving the best example that I could to this young child. But I do believe that if you've got something to contribute and you're ready to contribute, the best thing that you can do is contribute. 
because people need us. People need to hear what we have to offer. People might just need a smile in the grocery store. Somebody might just need somebody to look up to. We are not sure, but we're all here to make an impact and to make a difference. I think one of the ways that I try to influence my community is through charity. I love different charity organizations in our area and showing up just to an event and contributing and being present and being supportive. Those things are ways that I look forward to influencing my community, influencing my friends and family and getting out there and contributing and adding value in their community. That's a way that I have found I can influence. I show up weekly. I host the Unscripted Real Estate Show every Thursday live with a group of experts and we talk about real estate. That's an opportunity for me to influence somebody with the truth, with real information, with real time experts on the call about what's really happening in real estate today. Because as you know, the national news gives you national news, not local information. And so My attempt in that journey of producing those shows weekly is that I'm looking to influence my community and understanding more about real estate. And I feel that that's my duty. 18 years in, I know it. I know our market. I know what's happening. And I am the real estate expert. So sharing that and owning it, which wasn't easy, is my responsibility of contributing and giving back. And so that's my thoughts around it. And I do think we do need to be conscious and careful about it. You know, producing this show with you beautiful ladies, that's a part of what I'm looking to influence or support as someone, you know, maybe just maybe something I can say could provide inspiration, peace, healing, et cetera, or start a journey. You know, somebody might start a journey just off of something we say here on the show that takes them into an entirely new path, a better path, a brighter path. That would be our intent, right? We want to support and provide inspiration. And once that person does that, there's a ripple effect of that. And that ripple effect, I think, is what drives me knowing that my one action today, showing up, being present, having this conversation with you ladies, could create an action that creates an action times a thousand. And that's powerful. And so if we're showing up in heart and love and contribution, um, that's all it takes. You know, you started this saying you didn't seek it out. You avoided it. But you did the simplest thing that you can do that absolutely studies have shown, right? that makes a difference in people's lives. And and that's all we're talking about with influencing is making a difference in people's lives. And if fame and fortune comes out of that, great. But someone who's an influencer, you know, by world standards, maybe they don't get a smile from somebody. Right. They're influencing in some other way. And I just love that you started there. A smile, eye contact, being yourself, being your authentic self and just showing up as you are. You know, my belief is that in being who we are, right, all five of us could have 
the exact same message. We could all stand on the same stage, say the exact same words, but say it in our own personality. And each of the five of us would reach and therefore impact different parts of that same audience, right? We do that here on the show, but we we could do that in the world. And it's because of the authenticity of who we are, right? So the five of us, the five billion, seven billion, eight billion of us on the planet, all of us have our own sphere of influence, right? One person, a million people, the whole world, whatever it is. If we would stop worrying about what other people are doing, how they're doing it, and just be ourselves, sharing that bit of us that matters to whomever, wonderful world this would be, right? I already think it's a wonderful world, even with its flaws, but... The authenticity piece. And then the other thing you said is contribute what you have. Contribute what you have. You don't have to do more than that. And and if we would stop trying to take on something that is not ours, but be the absolute best we can be with what is ours and contribute what we have, that ripple effect you talked about, Sarah, right? It would just keep going. It would multiply exponentially, right? Because you touch someone, you touch, they touch someone, or you touch someone, they touch someone. It multiplies, right? It exponentially goes out. So it's not just Sarah anymore. It's Sarah and the whole line of people. And then it comes back to you, like in the story, that you shared of the young woman who, I love that story, right? I found, she found you in the mail. It's it found you in the mail and you're famous because she found you in the mail. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I would love to just go piggyback onto that because I love that, Sarah, with this sweet little girl where you gave her hope and but infinite possibilities is what you did. So you created some real possibilities in her mind at a very young age. So it's beautiful. I love that that one action made such a big difference. And it just brings me to the story of just a real awareness this weekend for me. I was sitting having dinner after I had done something. Oh, a book signing. I had, I had done a book signing at Barnes & Noble. And I was just feeling such gratitude. Oh, just a book signing at Barnes and Noble. No big deal. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so funny that I was like, what did I do Saturday? And I was like, oh, I had a book signing. <laughs> it's uh, to my two-year anniversary on Shattered Together, Mother's Journey from Grief to Believe. And Barnes and Noble was invited me in to do a book signing to continue to reignite people in, in that way of influencing But the story is a little deeper than that, even, where that seems like a big impact for a lot of people, but it had nothing to do with me. When I was sitting there having dinner, I had a glass of wine and some great sushi, and 
I was outside and it was in this area where the setting was just beautiful because there were other restaurants around as well. And it was just a beautiful setting. And there was a family that was walking toward the restaurant that I was sitting at. And there was a mom and dad and two young children and a grandma. But the the father of the two children was walking alongside his mom and she had his arm and there was this grace and love and just a resonance of pure love for his mother. And he was conscious. He was present with his mom. And there was just a beautiful, for me, there was such an essence that came out of that. And it may have been just that I was in such gratitude to begin with that when they sat down beside me, he sat beside his mom. But what was beautiful about all that? There are so many beautiful things about that. The influence that they had on me was that he was truly honoring his mom with divine love. It was pure love that he had for his mom. And yet he was also modeling how his children, his boys could be with their mom and other women. And there was such a heart opening for me of like, this is how lucky am I to see this, to be able to take this in and be in a space of not feeling alone or sad or empty or needing or resentful or, you know, when you're sitting alone in a restaurant outside when everyone, you know, there's families and couples and I'm literally the only person that was there by myself. And yeah, I was like, man, this is awesome that I get to sit here and take all this in, that I get to see couples connecting and families just, you know, providing this interaction and and grace and ease with each other. And I just found myself in this space where like the influence of love all around us, that society is really focused right now on the despair, the challenges, the things that are happening that are difficult in the world. And I would say as an influencer for myself and and as you show up in the world is how do you show up? You know, what do you focus on? Because when I'm sitting at that restaurant looking around, felt was love and joy and just like this this energy that fl- that was flowing through me is like this is just amazing. And so I mean, as far as influencing for myself goes, you know, it's kind of funny. You just mentioned it. It's like, oh, just a book signing. And I don't think of that as an influence. I do it because my heart is calling me to do it. My heart is calling that if I've experienced things in my life, then I really am meant to do something with that. And, And I've talked about this example on this podcast several times, but I was laying on my son's grave shortly after he died, begging and wishing and pleading for me to just be taken to. And then I heard those words. If this happened in your life, you're meant to do something with it, so do it. And what I realized today is that that was an awareness that I needed to do something with the event that had happened in my life. But today I have an awareness that I had been doing it my entire adult life and even as a child. And my adult life, I was serving as a legislator. I worked for the governor. I had working for 
a nonprofit where I'm representing their voice in the legislature. And I, I realized that I'm, I am the active voice for those who feel that they don't have, they don't have a voice or their voice is not being listened to. And that's what I've been doing all my life. So that's how I know it's my heart's calling. And when we talk about being our authentic self, I just really want to bring it up because I had written it down. Whitney had talked about it and Sarah had talked about it. So it's clearly something that we need to talk about. But being our authentic self, a lot of people don't know what that means. Being our authentic self, they think it's our personality and where we're stuck and what we're doing, what we're in. I am being my authentic self. I'm speaking my truth, you know, whatever it may be. What if your authentic self was just being the love that you are for yourself, for your family, for the people that are around you, for the people you serve, whether you're at Starbucks serving a cup of coffee or if you're serving others by being on a stage of 10,000 people? What if you just showed up in being the light that you are? And in my eyes, that's what we are. We're authentically love. We're an energy that shows up and we have an impact on everyone, no matter what we do, no matter where we are. And I'm just going to close out the stories because I just, I love this because it's something I'm, I'm really aware of these days is that every time I go to Starbucks to get a drink, I am greeted with the most beautiful, personal, kind staff in this particular Starbucks in Eugene. And I drive up to the drive-up window. How's your day? What's on your agenda today? You're looking great today. Oh, I love your earrings. They're just, they're like you're your best friend and you want to keep going back. That's the energy that we get to show up in no matter where we are. Such a great story. Stories. You shared several and um, there are a couple of things that struck me. The, The authentic self piece and the difference between us using saying our authentic self sort of as a weapon rather than our authentic self, our, at our core, our authentic self is love, right? And, and it takes extra energy to actually show up the other way. I think people think it's the other way around, right? And they want to say, well, this is just the way I am. That's not just the way you are, right? This is the way you've chosen to be. Just the way you are is love and cuddly. That's how you came here, right? That's how you came here. All love and cuddly and and giggles and fun and something happened and now you're different from that. So I love that you pointed that piece out. You didn't point it out and call it a weapon like I did, but that's the way we're tending to use that. And so being aware, this is the other piece, being present in the moment and aware of how we show up Right. Because we're influencing whether we're influencing positively or negatively. We are influencing going back to what Sarah said. Right. And what Kathleen said about the family next to her 
they didn't go there going, we're going to go out into the world and influence people. And, you know, they were just being who they are. I'm imagining they're just being who they are. He's a man who's honoring, loving his mother. He's modeling behavior for his children. There may be some intentionality around that. I want to make sure that I am modeling the behavior. So I'm not lecturing them how to behave. I'm showing them what love looks like. I'm showing them what love feels like. And I do that by being love and just loving and honoring the people around. And so absolutely influence goes both ways. And the other thing you mentioned was something that had come to me. We're constantly influencing, again, positively or negatively. My earliest recollections of being an influencer, as we're talking about today, was when I was three and I became a big sister, right? That that became, I'm modeling things for her. I'm teaching her to this day. We had dinner yesterday. She visited that, you know, she came, my husband um, grilled burgers and she came and we hung out yesterday. And so here we are 50 something years later and I'm still influencing her. She influences me. But it's been a part of my life for as far back as I can remember. And if you look back over your life, you'll probably see that's the case with you as well, right? And so even if it's not something that you set out to do, and even if you had not been intentional about it, it's been happening. And so the challenge today out of this episode is to be more intentional so that you can make sure that what you are influencing others with is the best of what you have with your love, right? You standing in love with your energy. And it's an energy that uplifts and empowers, not an energy that brings the room down. And so that's the challenge. It's not that you're not an influencer. You are. You always have been. But how are you influencing? And are you influencing? And are you contributing what you have? Right? Are you sharing your stories, your experiences, so that others can benefit from your wisdom? Every experience we have is an opportunity to learn something. It's, it's a growing experience. And are you sharing that with those that you have? in your sphere. Claudette, I know you've got a mic drop in you. So bring it on. Oh my God, the pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely have loved listening to all three of you. And I agree, agree, agree. Like it's just amazing. I can share with you what I went through as an introvert. (laughs) And so I would be perfectly fine hiding away in a cave. And just turning inward and being by myself. And I would be perfectly fine with that. And then when you meet me at a party, I am just, I'm fun and I'll talk and I'll meet everybody. So I'm one of those weird introverts, extroverted, introverted. But it was uh, when I found truth, when I first got healed from cancer and found truth, I was so excited about it. 
And I mean, who wouldn't be? I got healed from cancer. And I'm like, oh my God, I, it was like I found gold, right? And I wanted to share it. And I shared it uninhibited, water hosed up your ass in that kind of way. I realized very quickly that wasn't well received. And then what that did is it caused me to turn inward again, right? It was not everybody believed I was healed from cancer, even though, you know, my doctor was a witness of it. My then husband, my friends, like, hello. So then I begin to walk on eggshells, right? What can I share? What can't I share? If I show the real me, nobody's going to accept me. It was that fear of rejection. I had a whole gamut of things, and I'm sure everybody can relate to some of them, right? And then it's a fear of exposure, not exposure because I'm being fake, but exposure of who I really am. And then we even go further. It's almost as if you have this thing, like you have this dream in you, this vision. And if you've ever noticed, there's a desire to share it. I didn't realize that that's part of the divine plan. The divine plan, because you don't need God for power. He needs you to manifest. You're not manifesting God. He's actually manifesting you. And so if you have a divine plan, that is God manifesting through you to inspire. It comes in all things. Everybody thinks the divine plan has to be spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Business, relationships, everything you do is a spiritual journey to love yourself and another and to discover what that looks like and what that means. And I didn't love myself always, right? And so I've been going through years and I'll joke about it now because for 20 years, I had done truth and really not shared it with anybody. It was all word of mouth. I worked with over 5,000 people, just word of mouth, because when something works, it works. But 2020 is when I came out And I was so awkward in my languaging, and I'm still overcoming that now. I'm not afraid, though. It's like as you step into, okay, this is how you can share it in a way that people get it, they understand it. I mean, just as we speak, my whole, all my websites, ClaudetteAnderson.com, Truth Music, all being rewritten, right? Because there's something in me that no longer is afraid to get out there right? Because the divine plan is in action. And if you shrivel up and go back to a corner because you have all these fears or whatever, then it feels like you're dying, right? And so the choice is either don't grow, which feels like dying, or be brave enough. So I would say to influence, we can do it in very small ways. We can begin to influence people. But if you've ever noticed in a small way, it's just as good as a big way in the divine. Like the divine doesn't go, oh, your small way gets a half credit and her big way gets two. That is bullshit. It's do we follow the guidance of what is in us at the time? And do we say something even if we know people won't agree? Are we brave enough? If we know about something and it's changing the way someone thinks, and it could help set them free. Are we brave enough to share it anyway? Because our words are power. And so, you know, I've gotten braver <laughs> and 
I didn't even realize it was a problem. But as I got rid of the fear of rejection, the fear of betrayal, the fear of abandonment, the fear of being misunderstood, I mean, there was just a number of them. I'm able to rise out of the shrunk experience of life and, and then allow it to evolve and grow, right? And so I would encourage anyone listening to this, you don't have to just step out there and start a podcast. I think a lot of us have at least two podcasts going right now. You don't have to do that. You don't have to you know, get on stage with 10,000 people right away. Why don't you just take baby steps and go, let the divine plan express itself through me and show me what to do. And that's the beginning, just surrendering to that. And then just understand you'll be guided step by step. And that's how it's happened with me. Just step by step, understanding how to get the message out. Because if it resonates with someone, then you know you have helped. And when we know we have helped, there's no deeper satisfaction. Like that's the biggest gift in the world is to go, hey, I found this good thing. I mean, people do it with recipes, right? Like, oh, here's this great apple pie recipe. And they put it on the internet, right? So why not share the goodness that is rising up in you? And as we do it, there's fear that will rise up too. And I'm going to give you a little trick. You, I mean, this is just the very beginning of it. But you can just take the fear, you can freeze it, put it in the corner, move it out of your energy, send it love. That's fine. I mean, and then go show me. And as you're being shown and guided, your energy automatically will adjust. And then you'll be able to influence even more from what you've learned. And then I'm going to address one more thing, imposter syndrome. So I can't tell you, I have a coaching client that's a coach. She does retreats, conferences, what she had imposter. She doesn't have it anymore. Imposter syndrome. And, you know, once she understood she's not manifesting God, God is manifesting her. Well, within her is all the knowledge and knowing of the universe. It's in you too. And so what is there to be an imposter about? Now, I'm not asking you to go pretend being a doctor and do surgery. There's some people that have done that shit. That's bullshit. But what I'm saying is if there's a message in you, share it. If you say, hey, see if this resonates with you, agree or not, you can get feedback on it. Just start doing that which your soul is calling you to do. That is the only way we feel alive. And don't let fear stop you. It stopped me for years to the point that a friend unfriended me because when I started coming out really showing who I was, she said I had changed. And that wasn't the real me and it was fake when actually, and I sat there in tears and I went, what do I believe that gets this reaction from people? Because I had perpetuated it for years. It was all the fears I mentioned. Once I got rid of those, I can share the message all day, you know? And so the biggest journey we'll ever take is inward. The biggest journey we'll ever take is overcoming the things within us that are false. And you can do it. Be brave because you, you're, you're influencing whether, whether you like it or not, good or bad, right? 
Let's do it consciously. So I love you. You can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. We're doing it already, right? Big stage, small stage, no stage at all. You're already doing it. Are you doing it consciously? Are you doing it intentionally? And if you are not sharing a message that is in your heart, I'm not talking about rabbit Twitter wars. That's, I'm not talking about that, right? Not talking about that. But if there's a message in you that is born of love, that is born of your experiences that you feel need to be shared and there's a fear in there, take a step back and check your ego, right? It's, it's not about you. Claudette said, you're right, if you've got a dream or a vision within, it comes with a desire to share. You've got that inside of you. You've got this desire to share this. If you're not sharing it, that's your ego, right, getting in the way. And instead of letting ego get in the way, invite love in and say, you know, it, ask how you can share that in love, right? Listen for the truth. And this is what I believe, right? If you listen for the truth and you ask for the words, guidance, call it whatever you want, ask for the words, you'll get the words that you need to actually share your message, right? And if you focus on doing it in love and being of service, it's no longer about you and the fear starts to fall away. I think the fear part is because we're worried about worried ego. We're worried about what people are going to think, if they're going to approve it, if if you know if we look right when we say it, if the words are right, don't worry about all that. Right? Just do it in love and service. So ladies, time flies when we are having wisdom what I think. So final thoughts. Some, yeah, I, I don't know if you've got a, a something you want to leave the audience with in terms of a tip or a trick, a hint, hack, as Sarah would say, you've got a hack to help them with this one. Sarah. Well, Claudette, you reminded me, thank you, of <laughs> A conversation I had with a dear friend of mine who's a rising yoga instructor and she's been doing it for a couple of years but still feels and knows that she's in the infancy of her journey there and in that infancy she was feeling insecure and she was feeling imposter syndrome like why me like what and I reminded her so I'd like to remind the audience sometimes you just need to know one percent more one percent, just a little more than the other. And you're able to pass on that knowledge and share. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm, I'm sure in her case, it's a lot more than one percent. But it was that sentiment that was the catalyst for helping her feel more comfortable is in just knowing that she had to show up in love share what she knew that day that she was willing and ready to share. And the rest would fall into place. So 
maybe you just know 1% more. And that's something that you can share with someone today. Love that. I'd like to share that if you're sitting in pain or grief or you're suffering through some kind of challenge in your life right now, that this is an invitation, an opportunity for you to realize that how you be is how you show up in the world and you're influencing others to treat you in that way as you're treating others. And so the energy in which you're showing up is from what's blocking you from showing up in your love bubble, so to speak. And so I invite you to think about this as an opportunity and um, how you, it's not about doing, it's about being. It's being the love you are. And if you feel like you're not showing up with that way, step into venturing out into that 1% more, as Sarah says, and seeing where you can start to, release some of the pain that you're sitting in so you can be the light. So I'm going to share with you very quickly what truth showed me about why me, if I may. I used to go, why me? Why am I supposed to share the truth? Why me? The truth is like, finally, one day I was driving down the car and truth talks to me like this. Okay. Truth truth will share with you in a way that you understand it. With me, it's like, yo, Claudette. I'm like, hey. And then truth is like, this why me bullshit, that's your ego. And I went, what? That's my ego? I mean, apparently it was. I'll tell you why. Because the why me is you're beginning to separate yourself from everyone else and elevate yourself. And then the other part of you is going, but why me? Because this is a higher thing. Shatter it. We're all... On the same level. It doesn't matter what we do. Your identity, your true identity is untouchable and it's in source. Source is only your outer expression is only what is going on on the inside. We are all brothers and sisters. Stop the separation. Shatter the why me and just follow the guidance. Be free. Because this little why me stuff, it will exalt you if you accept it. Be careful to not be exalted. And then you can show up as your authentic self, right? Because now you're going, I discovered this. This came to me. I've practiced this. May I share it with you? And then you're helping other people who are on a different journey. Everybody's on different levels, but we don't judge it because we've been there, right? And so this why me bullshit has to go because That is one of the leading causes. It's why me and then the insecurity comes because the ego is trying to lift you up above everybody. And that's why the insecurity and all the fears and all the shit comes in. When I got that epiphany, I was over it. Like I was like, not anymore, bitch, to my ego. I love, you know, my ego is there for a reason. I love it. But at the same time, I'm the master of it. It's not the master of me. So I'll end with that. Every time you said, why me? I'm thinking, why me? Why me? It just sound whiny. <laughs> so I want to close with this. While this may not be a, vac- a vocation for you, right? Each of us is or are, all of us are professional influencers. You may not be a professional influencer, But I encourage you to reflect on your life and see how you have 
been influencing people all along, whether it's from the time you were a child or somewhere else along your journey. Whether you thought that's what you were doing or not, you have been influencing people. And so why not be conscious about it? Why not be intentional about it? And and our goal here today is to get you to think about how you are using your influence, your, your abilities to influence and how you can be even more impactful in doing so. So we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you have not already, please review and rate our show and join us on Facebook and Instagram and share how you are influencing people already. And that will be yet another opportunity for you to grow and be an influencer, right? Whitney, 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 before you close us out, I have to ask, what in the world are you up to in your world? Fun fact about what's happening in your professional world. Share with us. Um, If you're struggling in your work and would like to be doing something different or you're not even sure what you want to do, but you know what you're doing is not it. And I've been there. I think we've all been there, right? (laughs) We have all been there. I invite you to visit shiftingintoaction.now.site, shiftingintoaction.now.site, and get a copy of my ebook, Love Your Work. I would love to help you. It's complimentary. Just go there and you can sign up to get a copy and you'll get it right then. I would love to help you, all right? Every week I open this with my passion is to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. And I want to do that for you. So if you want to get the copy, you can get it there. And if you happen to already love your work, there are two other eBooks there that you are welcome to get as well. So Sarah, thank you for the invitation. And again, We want to thank you for joining us. And until we meet again, take the time to intentionally and positively influence someone. Take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.